Okay. So creepy. So hello. Can you guys hear me? Probably not. Welcome back to dive in with XO Summer Girl XO, which is me, Catherine. I'm with the girl I literally love the most, Mall. If you don't know her, she's Mall Talks on TikTok and she's so fucking cute. And we're recording us on Zoom. Is this ever going to be like, I don't know if I'll ever like my company. My company was like, Catherine, it's great if you can like post these. I'm like, I'm not Nick Vile or Vile, Vile. I'm, I love Imagine. Her. Me too. No, literally me too. Um, guys, so I recently, you know the drill here. I'm going to put all of her at in, in the comments. Mala, someone I literally love. We've been mutuals. Like, ew, I hate that. I'm like, we've been mutuals since we were younger, but we've been mutuals for a long time. And I followed I love you her. before you hit 10K. I know. We became really, I was like, I like her a lot. Isn't that so cute? Like I, your first video that I saw was the one where you were like in an MBA class and someone was doing tools for women. Yes. That was the first. And I practice this. I go to an engineering school yes, where okay. people float ideas like this all the time. Yeah. They're like, maybe, maybe women will be able to hammer if we give them something gentler. And no, like, legit, <laughs> legitimately. And then people were saying, I love how like, these are the comments I used to get for that. People were like, great job micing it up. I'm like, obviously I have never been to an MBA program. Like <laughs> this is how they talk. And I just, I had gone to that point, honestly, like I have been so, and I'll also like, I'll, you guys follow me on TikTok. If you do, I don't imagine someone doesn't follow me on TikTok. Cause like, this sounds like a great podcast to listen to. But <laughs> if you don't know elephant room, obviously like I'm a white woman, but I still, I deal with the fact that I'm a woman all the time. It's so annoying. Um, women have to like fight so much harder to be considered in conversations. And so I got into an MBA program that I was excited about. And I was just so fucking tired. I was tired of being the, oh, women don't want to be, don't be too emotional. Like, oh, like they didn't mean it that way. Like, oh, like, mm, are you taking it too personally? And I had dealt with that in, in work before. I mean, I've been, I graduated college in 2017. I had dealt with it in interpersonal conversations. I had somebody in a professional setting once literally say to me in a professional setting, okay. Say like, have you gone through puberty yet? And by the way, the setting wasn't a goddamn doctor's office. It wasn't like, hey, kind of <laughs> concerned that you're 26. Want to know how your puberty's going on? Like, like this, I'm like, guys are so gross. And we're told like people, every time that happened to me, people were like, are you okay? I mean, you know, he didn't mean it. You know, he didn't mean it like that. So I'm sitting in this program that I'm excited. I worked really hard to get into. I'm sitting around my classroom and I'm seeing the de- discrepancy between men and women and the discrepancy between white people and people of color. Right. Um, and someone says tools for women. And I'm like, this is a joke like this in <laughs> that, my head. That's satire. That cannot be real. Life. I know. I'm like, this is SNL. Like, this yeah. is so cool. You're all going to laugh. No one laughed. And then to make matters worse, everyone came, there's probably 50 people in the classroom. Everyone came with an idea because you know how I'm being pro- like, let's get into the shark tank. Like come up with yeah. an idea. Everyone came with an idea. We only ran with like, like a couple. Right. And we voted. And so for one, I was like, that's so funny for two. I was like, Oh wait, they voted and enough people wanted to do that. Oh they were like, this is a good idea. Nay, I would love to help push the idea. And it was frustrating. And I have ADHD and my Adderall had worn off and I was tired and I was angry. And so I thought <laughs> it through. And I, I think I did a pretty unbiased job on TikTok, but I got some controversy and yeah, that was like my first foray into the public sphere. Well, it was incredible. And I, it was love at first sight. That was, I, I saw that video. I liked, I commented, I followed I love and it. everyone listening. Like if someone <laughs> tells you a sexist or racist joke in class or like literally ever look yeah. in the eyes and go like, explain that to me. Wait, like, I don't get it. Literally. Wait, wait, I you're don't get so it. wise. I love you. You're literally like, so wise. Like I you really have it. to play into the like, yeah, card and be like, no, explain it to me. And 
And then they just have to start explaining their racism or their sexism and they start they will. to stutter. And they will. And, yeah. <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and they will. And as they do, they start to realize like, oh shit. No, <laughs> that's what you hope. And honest to God, like my, why Mal, uh, Mal's literally, by the way, I've been calling her Mal for uh, literally almost a year and I literally FaceTiming her. She was like, it's Mal. I'm like, I'm an idiot. So anyway, I'm sorry. For You're like all good. It like reads, reads wrong. No, wrong. it actually reads like Mal. Like it reads, like if you can read English, it reads like it would be Mal. Like I'm actually the one who isn't reading correctly, <laughs> but I was in class and I thought, oh, other people must think this is bizarre as well. And I was so frustrated that no one did. And so I went to the internet, which people do. And I went, I'm glad you brought this up. Like, I'm glad you brought it up because I've been dying to talk about it for a fucking hot minute. <laughs> First of all, like people like, I don't know, I post online and it really resonated and it made me feel disgusted eh, that so many women were like, oh my God, I, this is the same shit that happens to me. And B, like people were like, they should have stayed in the classroom. And listen, like I posted about it and I have never said, and I will never publicly say like where I go to college, except for when I graduate. Um, I didn't say the class, like I didn't say the professor. I never said anything about where I went to school. Um, I said something about my experience and frankly, posting it, I am a 26 year old grown ass woman. And I knew that that could have been you know, you can see things in many ways. I spent a lot of my life as a young adult being like, I'm so afraid that I'm going to be seen as weird. And I'm like, you know what, if this is what I go down for, that's fine. Cause this is something that bothered me. And, um, some people are one might wonder, sorry, I hope I'm sorry. I'm like talking so much. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I, no, love I love you. It. I just want to say a lot of people have been like, what happened with that saga? What happened? Blah, blah, blah. Um, I made a couple of videos, Nick Vile, saw it that was super cool he Wait, was like once he commented on one of my videos and I like lost my mind I like no, of ran a lap like no. I could not like, handle it he's my favorite person on the bachelor franchise like, is, is he your type um no is he yours okay a little bit <laughs> that checks out that we'd be friends I have a theory that we all have different types and that you are always friends with someone who's like I'd be into wait I love yes. that I, love no, I, I have a, I have a theory that you're like, your type isn't usually your best friend. No, it can't be. My friends made fun of me many times because I have been, I had been crying all of the summer over a short King. I had dated. This is so unlikable. I've had long-term relationships. I'm so old, 26. And my, my first boyfriend and stuff, they were all athletes who were like over six feet tall. And they were just like, they happened to be athletes. That's like, not why I liked them. Yeah. I had a sit like a relationship situationship for a month with a guy who wasn't six feet tall. And I cried about him. And so my I was like, I think my type is short Kings and Kathy. my friends and I would go to Capo in Southie, which is now a terrifying thing to say, cause I don't edit these, but whatever. And my friends would be like, this is your kingdom. Everybody here is under five, nine, <laughs> like look around. And I'm like, I can't hate it. For Do you context, like short Kings? everyone, for everyone, for everyone listening, yeah. we're both in Boston. Yes, so, we are in Boston. Yes. So the men around us, it's different than the rest of the world. Um, they so are short. I'm five, two. Yeah, same. Think, yeah. <laughs> wait, are you serious? Okay. Yeah. I'm five two, and like you would think that I'm with shorter people. I it's just been it just happened that I've been with taller people. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't care about height. Really, I don't care either. For yeah. me, everything about like five nine looks and feels the same. The like, same exact thing. Honest, like you're just you're able to give me a forehead kiss. Like that's what it feels no, like. And and also, that's, my, that's my criteria. Yeah. Well, also like, and it's unlikable because people are like, um, well, it's not unlikable. People are gonna say something about everything you have to say which is people, you know, it's funny. The people who really take that advice are like, yeah, so women shouldn't vote. And you're like, ah, <laughs> you're right. Like people have something to say about that. That's gross. And it's like, really like someone who's like, you know what? I don't really like when men wear skinny jeans and people are like, 
say it louder, you little, and then they start screaming at them. And, and but, then they're like, well, you shouldn't wear a- Yeah, how much like, do you weigh? And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. How do we connect to this to how much I weigh? And like, how do we get here? Yeah, like, where did we come from? But I noticed I dated, I like someone and people are like, what's your most attractive thing to a guy? I like how a face, which then sounds crazy, but that is what I'm in, a face. Cause that is what you look like. No, you know. okay. I was talking about this with my best friends last night. I don't have a type because yeah. like once you start talking to someone, people's laugh, people's vibe, your rapport yes. you build together. Yes. It's not even like personality over everything. No. It's not rapport. It's the connection. Like yeah. someone you go into a room and you're like, I want to talk to you. Yeah. That's my type. My yeah. type is like, who do I want to sit next to in this room right now? That's so much healthier. Wait, now Amal, freaking hit me. I wish I was. In no, it's okay. Good. Okay, <laughs> remind me. It's not. You're being very kind, but it's not because you know what? I actually despise when people misprint my last name. <laughs> Everyone, I am going to be quoted in an article. <laughs> so, last name she's, reveal. She's she's peace signing. She's peace signing. <laughs> also, I forget that none of you probably going to see this because whatever. Um, my last name is Iman. And E M O N D, <laughs> hidden like st- watch the whole episode for Catherine's last name is E M O N D. But people say Edmund Emmond. Like you would be so surprised how many ways you could say Emond, and it's never Emond. And when people say it incorrectly, I'm like it's Emond, and then they like pr- they're like so Edmund. I'm like it's not difficult. I already told you how to pronounce it. Like this is so goddamn annoying. But remind me of your sign. When is your birthday? Okay, I am a Taurus. Of course you are. Yeah, Tauruses find each other. Yes, I am. Too. Okay, yes. I don't know anything about astrology. So you have to tell me all these things. Yeah, I'm a Taurus. My moon is in Pisces. Oh, I don't know what that means. I'm it's always- good. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, this makes sense. Yeah. What else? And people say that means I'm like grounded and emotional. It does which is exactly what I am. Yes, it does. So, and oh. I am about okay. Everyone I've been romantically interested in has been a Pisces or yeah. a Taurus. Yeah. Okay. And nothing else. And I don't yeah. know what that means. And I yeah. don't know if that means anything, but there's no. something there that I should probably unpack. Do you know your Venus sign? Um, I can pull it up right now. This is so annoying for everyone who's no, not I, like with us on Zoom. No, they will. Okay. Out, so what I will, I'll say is like, okay, so I, I, it's become my hyper-focus. Yes. I, my Venus is an Aries. Wait, that's why you have like 18 Aries placements. Did I just see that correctly? That you no, have no, like- I have I have five Taurus placements. I don't know what that means. Am I okay? No. People say I'm not okay. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> they tell you that you're fine and you're just not fine. Okay, so I've become hyper. I'm not an astrologer literally by any means, but it's be- literally it's become one of my hyper focuses. So what I know about a Taurus is like in astrology, they say that everything starts at Aries and then you learn. So they, they're the calendar of astrology starts at Aries and then every sign learns from the sign before it. So like, um, I love this woman, Lunar and Lilacs on TikTok. I'm like legitimately her biggest. <laughs> I'm like, love what you did here. She's like Millie's ball. She's like, who the hell is this girl? I'm like, anybody want to follow her or Witty Indy? I would die for Witty Indy. Like, okay, wait. Oh, so Catherine, I have to tell you something. Her? You comment on everyone's TikTok. I shut up. That was my favorite thing. I will find a new video. I go to comments. You're the first comment. And you're acting like you guys are like, they don't know who I am. They have like 3.8, like millions or something. No, like literally. No, literally. Millions of flowers followers. And you're like, hey, like this. <laughs> love this like oh my god so cute this is the oldest shit I do okay this is the oldest people say old sister and this is the oldest sister energy I do I 
loves I'm like go after it queen like go after it and I know like let's I hate when people like I don't got TikTok. any social media platform is about engagement if I like you I know a comment is going to boost your engagement and I'm like I also have gotten better with TikTok, but I love it and so anytime I see someone I love I'm like I'm gonna put a comment that they're probably not gonna see but like the amount of weird hate that happens on TikTok, I know people say it I don't think they say it enough is funny but then when you become mutuals with someone and it says friends every time yes. they comment their comments first and so i am now afraid that people are like oh catherine's so sane and i'm like no, no like, I, I, I was not making fun of you i a little bit I know you were, but, it was funny. but it's also like that's the sign of a good person because <laughs> you just do that out of goodness of your heart like people are out here really like just writing hate comments for fun it's which is like horrid. it's i can't imagine that at all because i've never been in such a poor mental place where I'm like, no. I have to tell this person they look ugly. Like, no. And they do. I think of myself when I see you kids, I'm elderly, I'm 26. I, anybody also, anybody who's younger, I'm like, you guys, I love more than anything on earth. And people are like, funny that Victoria Paris does this their platform. I'm like, aren't you 30? Like, mm, you're going to say something about a 22 year old with millions of followers. Like that's ever been you. It's, it's been. also so weird. Shut up. Like it's literally. weird when old people or obviously anyone is like, I'm going to give this 15 year old on the internet. hate." Like, do you don't have that? They're just growing into themselves. Literally. They're just doing something for fun. Let Literally. young women have fun. No, they can't. They can't. And I saw something on, um, should I keep reading the names? Claudia, the Oshri sisters would have, Osh- I'm going to mispronounce this. They, I think were, uh, I forget what their podcast is called. I watched them at the beginning of the pandemic because they po- podcasted every day and their sisters. And I was like, I don't have a sister, but it's kind of funny. I remember them saying cancel culture only affects women. And I was like, I could do an essay on this. They're like, literally Chris Brown, like like, literally our president, uh, Chris Brown beat Rihanna. Like, I'm sorry, trigger warning. Like I, there is a guy on TikTok who showed the pictures and like, it's still making music. And people are like, do you know what's funny? This girl did not come across strongly about this issue. Done. I'm like, that's so funny to me because someone literally beat someone to a pulp, but like, they can jam and it's always and people are like yeah oh we separate the art from the artist i'm gonna go purchase like a 300 concert legit and even that like even chris brown has to deal with the fact that he's not white so like and also i i'm not about to say that i'm a chris brown apologist like i'm not but i will make the comment that he is a taurus man and taurus men are either the best men on earth or they can flip a switch and they're like super violent like then you deal with like presidents and people are like oh it's fine he didn't mean what he was saying like literally the most important powerful decision of america but like okay go off king but no but like a woman couldn't be president because she menstruates and like she's so emotional she's so wild what a what a poor little woman she would have to wear pink all the time and like you just can't have that in the oval office I just don't like her emails. I'm like, her email, Anthony Weiner. Like, they found nothing. They literally (laughs) found nothing. Like, I think about that all the time. They just found nothing, and we lost four years. You go the way, you go the way nothing was found. But okay, so her Taurus, so Vol's Taurus placements. When you think about astrology, um, everything starts in Aries. And so the last of the astrological calendar is Pisces. So it's oftentimes when people talk about Pisces people, they can be kind of like withdrawn, like Jack Harlow is a Pisces son because Pisces technically has learned the most from every single sign. The moon is how you process emotions. So having a Pisces moon means that you're literally wise beyond your years, which totally resonates with you. Those of you who follow me on TikTok know that I've had a pretty interesting journey with my skin. And now that I finally have gotten my acne under control, I have the side effect of dryness, which is difficult to deal with. Something I never thought I'd say is that I have dry skin. However, 
not just me, all of us have dry skin, especially in the winter. And so in order to make sure our skin is hydrated, moisturized, and protected, it is important to use the very best ingredients from the very best brands. And so it is my honor to talk about this brand started by Jen Atkin, who is the Kardashian hairstylist, in case anyone doesn't know. And her Instagram feed is fabulous. Way. And I'm honored that I'm reading this, honest to God. So quench your thirsty skin and make sure it's leaving it to feel satin smooth with Way Melrose Place Body Cream. It's fast, absor- fast absorbing, helps nourish your skin when you need it the most, and it has hydration that prevents dryness. It has incredible ingredients like coconut oil, squalane to make sure your, your skin is protected, it is safe, and it is hydrated. Experience the new way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser, your body, your way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code BLEAVE to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off of your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code BLEAVE. I know I'm about to do it right now. The Taurus part's funny because Taurus, we're like stubborn because we're the first earth sign. Um we don't like need to, a lot of people have been like, you don't need to force to lead. Like, I don't need to be the leader. Lunar and Lilac says a great video on this. She goes, they don't need to be the leader, but if you force them to be, they're like, if I have to be, we're doing this my way. And I'm like, that is very much me. Um, a Venus and Aries, we are the same person. I also have Venus and Aries. Oh my God. Um, that's also plays into like, you know who else? Did you watch Vampire Diaries growing up? Of course. Okay. Did. Thank yeah. you. I just, some people haven't. Wait, like, team uh, Stephen or team Damon? I was going to team Damon. Are you team Stephen? Oh my God. Well, I'm team, honestly, neither of them. I'm what so team? sorry. What I team? don't, well, I think Stefan is hotter. Just like he is objectively hotter as a person. He's aged um, so well. Okay. I'll, I'll still only watch the first two seasons. So I feel like that ruins the whole vibe. It doesn't ruin it. But it doesn't. I, lo- I love it. I love the good guy. I love team Stefan at the beginning. There's too many nice to her. No, he he's is nicer. So like, he's... why are like why was everyone team David when he was so mean to her? So I hate to break this to you, bestie. But in the further okay, season two some finale actually ripped my heart out when you think Damon might die. I was like, actually can't continue on. But yeah, um, that's when I stopped because yeah. I was like, this is it's it's it hurts. It hurts and it's also nice. scary. No one talks about yeah. how the vampire diaries is legitimately scary. Like I watched it and I couldn't sleep. But people, I don't know, I get really deep on TikTok. And someone was like, Damon is the perfect example of a Venus and Aries. And I was like, oh no. And they're like, he loved Elena immediately. And like when you love, you love passionately and you can lose interest fast. So like Damon, how he was with Caroline and other people, like like I feared that I would end up, I just, I just, first of all, I just had a podcast with So My Mom's a Therapist is coming out before this. I was, I actually fangirled like a loser. I cannot even talk about it. it. I quoted things to her. I was like, uh, she has a YouTube channel and she was like, "Uh uh-huh. I was like, anyway, um, but um, we talked about West End Caleb and I will be honest. I fear every day of my life that someone will be like, I matched with Catherine on Tinder in 2012 and she never talked to me. And I, that would be true. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you are online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it's more important now than ever to make sure that you have the best VPN that you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either. 
and plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Wait, can we talk about West Elm, Caleb? Because I feel like people people kept being like, you know what, this is love bombing and it's abusive. I don't think that's true. That's just not true. The thing is, if you're casual dating on Hinge, people have the right to just not message you back. Literally. Literally. He was a a commonplace fuckboy. Oh, yeah. Literally. Okay. And it's like, I understand, like, I'm not trying to minimize, um, like, getting explicit messages when you don't ask. I'm not trying to minimize that. And neither, I know neither are you. I totally know you. I just think sometimes we have so many unsaid expectations about people and then that's what hurts us. And that's okay. Like it's okay to be hurt, but we often, I talked about this with her and I was like, we often like we put words to categorize people. And like, I think a perfect example is Damon, the way Damon treated Caroline, like she, he like threw her out the way he treated other people. You haven't seen the rest of the seasons of Vampire Diaries. Sorry for ruining it. It ended in 20 fucking 15. So if you're (laughs) going to be mad at us, literally shut, I'm sorry, shut up. But Damon ends up with Elena and you realize like he did so many, like season three, he he tells her, oh, it's kind of like the priest. He tells her he loves her immediately. And you find out that he met her first. And he was like, wow, I love you. And he made her forget. And you're like, wow, and Aries Venus um, love so hard. And I think, I don't know, maybe I just see myself like you can treat other people differently depending on how they are in context to you. It doesn't make you good for doing that, but you're not, no one's implicitly bad. Well, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what yeah. I just think is dumb. Also, yeah. we have to talk about Fleabag. We really do. We have so much to talk about because I, I have some I stuff this. I want to talk about. I want to hear. Yes. Tell wait, me. Back to Weston Pill. Yes, yes, yes. I want to hear. Messages. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't know. Anything no, you didn't. I, some people said he sent explicit pictures. Okay. So I didn't know it. that. Yeah. Yeah, All yeah. I know is that he made like the same playlist for several <laughs> girls. I have sent different people the same message. I have copied. I will say something. I have copy pasted the same message to multiple people. Okay. No, so literally me. Telling literally. a story. I'm not typing that out again. Why do I have to type it out that many times? If I don't know who you are, you're right. Also, people are like, this is his MO. Is it bad to put people through the same rigor? I guess. Yeah. I also I like, do that. I, I think if you go someone after like going on several dates with them in person, that sucks. Like shoot them a message, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you hung out one time, things didn't work out. Yeah, it's kind of a dick move. But a dick move and an abusive move are two very different things. People on TikTok learn the word love bombing and are like, oh my God, I'm going to use this. They use, learn the word gaslighting. They're like, oh my God, love this. This is word. it. I'm gonna use yeah. It. You don't have to name everything with the most like crazy word ever. You no. Just be like that guy on Hinge is kind of a dick. And you know what? There's a hundred others like him. Yes. Like, I feel bad that he was so deeply villainized. And now every man named Caleb on dating apps is like, hey, I'm not West Elm Caleb. Literally, he was so deeply villainized. And what's kind of interesting and also funny is that he did not have a TikTok account and he did not get on Hinge to be blasted on TikTok. And I hate, 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 double hate, loathe entirely. Also, I'm going to burp. Sorry, I told you guys that I don't edit this. So like, sorry, I do my own. Oh, that was such a good burp. Thank you so much. You know, somebody on TikTok was like, is she film? Is she planning these? I was like, enough. Um, (laughs) But like, he didn't sign up to be the storyline. Why are we on TikTok posting like, hinges of people and being like this is so funny this is someone's voice what what and, and I think everyone is using their own personal experiences with bad yeah. casual dating and they're projecting it onto West Elm Caleb and you know yes. what I think we should have a broader conversation about kind of how shitty casual dating is yes I hate it I yes, think it's dehumanizing I yes. hate it yes Venus Mary couldn't agree more yes I don't <laughs> think we need to make him the mascot of it 
No, he's a one person. And people are like, wow, it's his MO to send people a playlist. Hot, hot, hot take. When you're dating someone, I feel like you're kind of trying them on. And if say music's important to him or something, hottest take on earth. Maybe he dated someone, like we don't know anything about him. Maybe he dated somebody who made him feel bad about this stuff. And maybe he's like, it's important to me that someone likes my music taste. It's not that weird to use a control. Like for me, I don't think it's that odd. Like, I really don't think it's that odd. I hate John Mayer with every bone in my body. I don't know who he is. I hate him because he dated, a, he was 33 and dated 19 year old Taylor Swift. If I tell a man that when I say, oh, questions I ask men, that means I ask many of them. I ask men, how do you feel about Alex Cooper? It tells me a lot about you. So someone could realistically say, Catherine's MO. It is. Like, it doesn't make me okay. a sociopath. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make me, it just makes me a person. I'm sure you have a couple questions you ask on every first date. Literally. Couple, right? Like I, I just don't, oh my God, that whole thing made me so angry. Me too. People were using their own bad dating experiences to villainize him. Which yes. Like, yeah, we should talk about why. <clears throat> dating apps kind of are shitty and like we should talk about that we don't need to villainize one man from west elm (laughs) no we don't and honestly like i honestly might even release two episodes this week because i want this to be like i feel like this is important and what what's so frustrating is like then we have a witch hunt for another west elm caleb and like we don't have a like we're like okay i saw someone be like who's boston's i'm like whoa and they're like who's boston's west elm caleb and then we have like abusers like walking the street yeah and people like well they didn't mean it well, she was asking for it. I'm like, well, these people didn't even go out with you. Like, if we're, if we're actually canceling and villainizing people, we can, we, there's other people. There's people there. on the list that have been up there. Like, what <laughs> if we took it? Like, I really think we focus on some other things. Literally. The internet is so bad at taking one issue, ignoring it, and then taking the most like poppy, fun issue and blowing it up. Literally like, with the whole like green M&M thing. Everyone's like, oh, they're not making the green M&M sexy. Okay. Fun to talk about whatever they were just, the entire thing was covering up how that company uses child labor and no one was talking about And they that. did a perfect job of it. Like they, they tell did. me oh, that yeah. you didn't do a good job. Like a oh, incredible, exactly. Job we play it. right whoever's, into it. Yeah. yeah. Whoever's on that marketing team killed it. Did a great job. Literally. Because the internet is easy. Okay, now we have to talk about Fleabag. <laughs> we have to talk about, no, and also we have to talk about Fleabag and the fact that respectfully and with peace and love, I, so my, I also hate the word situationship with every single bone in my mm-hmm. planet birth body. When we name things, I think we de, we like put them on a line of what's more legitimate and what's not. And again, I've said this before, hypothetically speaking, because I do love Taylor Swift with every bone in my body. And I do not know what, who she felt when she was writing certain music. Hypothetically speaking, she hypothetically dated hypothetically Calvin Harris for hypothetically three years, and he hypothetically never inspired an album. She hypothetically, allegedly dated Jake Gyllenhaal allegedly for a month, and he allegedly inspired an album. As someone who parasocially relates herself to Taylor Swift, Bestia did the same thing. I just did it backwards. Taylor Swift lives up here. I'm convinced yeah, she knows we, what's she happening would love in you. my brain. No, she would love you. She would, she, yeah, because you're the signs. Like literally, she would love you. Like we, I'm convinced the three of us could go out for dinner and we could have a great time with Taylor. Yeah, we could. And honestly, what's funny is that we are like you're like the flip of Joe. Like I'm the flip of Joe signs too, because you're a Pisces moon. She's a Cancer Whoa. moon. You would just get along and be like, we so, would all get along. I love. I it. want nothing more than to just like drink some wine with Taylor and her tell me I'm cool. Like I see people. I had Hinge. I deleted all my dating apps because I'm afraid of ending up on the For You page. Um, Good. But, and also of stalkers. Anyway, you know that um, prompt that's like, what's your biggest fear? Yeah. Hinge. For a period of time, I was like Cody Ko and Emma Chamberlain disliking me. But honestly, my biggest fear is Taylor Swift disliking me. Like that would yes. actually, I'd never recover from it. No, like, because fully. like, I feel like everyone else, you know, people like people, people don't. But 
I I almost don't want to meet Taylor Swift because at all. If she if if she would if she said something that wasn't you're the best person I've ever met, it would break. Me. No, eh, you're the same person. No, <laughs> same person. People it. go, "What if you met her?" I'm like, I can't actually. I'm I don't like, want to meet her. How could I? I don't want to meet her. Where would I start? Where would I start? To, I'd be like, she would think I'm clinically insane because I would I am. detail how each of her songs relates to every single moment in my life. Yes, and I don't think she wants to hear that. I don't. I don't. No, think she wants honestly. To hear that. Like, 17 year old feelings. Like, no, I think she would love it. No, yeah. <laughs> like, I think she'd love it. And I think the Venus sign thing, her Venus is in Aquarius. We're both Venus and Aries. People like us, I'm like, it's either intense or doesn't matter to me. And not doesn't matter. And I think she gets that, like, similarly. But um, the Jake Gyllenhaal of it all, the one month of it all, um, my one month, my red album, right, has a diamond face. Not to dox him, so many people have diamond faces. Jason Sudeikis has a diamond face. It's not Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> This might dox. Well, pro- probably not. He looks a lot like the hot priest and nobody in my life told me this. And by the way, like I was, afraid. I didn't, I told people about him, but I didn't tell him. I told people about him, which probably made him feel as though he doesn't matter, which is not the case. I just had come off of a thing, but I watched Fleabag because people are like, I think that's a great thing for you to watch, whatever. And I'm like, none of you are going to discuss that all of season two is looks like the reason I listened to all too well. You just think it's a normal thing to throw me into that. I'm literally staring at him. Like you're staring at him. He looks ju- like it jarring. You're going like to send me a photo of him after this. Okay, oh my God. Wait, I don't know. I don't have any. I emailed them to myself because oh, no. they made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but if I look at the email, I'll spiral. So respectfully, okay, okay, I'll show not, you in person when we hang okay, out. Yeah, we're not. No, no. Actually, we're never going to look at it again because we don't need to do that. To I yourself. love you. I can imagine him from up here. No, but jarringly hot priest. So, okay. okay. How, what were your thoughts on Fleabag when you watched it all? Okay, how did you feel? So many thoughts. The first season, for everyone watching, or for everyone listening who hasn't watched it, the first season is a lot more about her dealing with her the death of her best friend yes. and like just processing grief and kind it's of so like, healthy ways. Yeah. And they do such like no show has ever shown female grief and female rage at the all. same way. It's such so a realistic well way. Yes. Her relationship with her sister. I'm an only child, but her relationship with her sister is so accurate. No, it's, like, it's so accurate. Also that you being so only weird. child is something I'm not going to have a long, a good time. What the hell? You are the least only child. Maybe I just had a bad experience as an only child. You don't seem like no, an only child. No, my, fr- my friends are like, you're such an only child. Shut up. Because I need to be the center <laughs> of attention. I'm so annoying. I can't share food. I can't share a blanket. <laughs> me either. <laughs> I'm like, not an only child. Dating me, me must suck because like, Same. I'm not going to give you the last piece of pizza. I'm sorry, but like, I've grown up eating the last piece. Like, it's mine. <laughs> no, I come first. Like I, yeah. I, 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 okay. Yeah, so, my no. parents love me. They always yeah. tell me how cute and perfect I am. I need yeah. that from everyone else. Yeah, it's I not can't so deal with conflict. Ask. I cannot deal with conflict. I think I just all. had yes, same. I'm literally that. <laughs> Even though I have an, a little brother, I am the same. But yes, but okay. So yeah, Fleabag does such a good job with female grief. I have to admit, it really does. It's so good. And if if anyone has struggled with like hookup culture and fulfillment in that you have to watch the first season wait that. yeah no that's a really because good yeah it's the only show that's ever portrayed it accurately from a female point of view like just genuinely and I love how she breaks the fourth wall the first season wasn't really for me I will be honest me either like, I, I I liked it objectively as a piece of art but I yeah feel but like it deeply resonated with me no then the, the hot- second <laughs> season wait I I am like squirming in my chair I'm so excited. the second season I broke me. Like they were in my brain. No, they broke me. And it did so many cruel and unusual things to me. Oh, I'm now reading. I'm going to give you this book when I see. Yeah, it. I want to. I'm now reading the script of it, 
and it is written beautifully because she writes it. She's like yeah. the most badass woman ever. Um, and the second season, for people who haven't watched it, she, and this isn't even a spoiler. I mean, she yeah, needs someone she old, can't yeah. have. Like, that's he's a it priest. Is. He's like, a she priest. knows he's a immediately that he's a hot <laughs> priest, but he's in love with her, and you know, he shouldn't be with her, but he's in love with her. And it's, he's like kind of essentially going between God and her. Like, that's what they've shown. But everyone has been in a relationship with the, where they want a person who is debating whether or not, like, do you know what I mean? Like, just that feeling is so well done. And I do have some qualms with certain scenes. Like, what? um, I wish, okay, this might be a spoiler for people who are listening, but, but you, know, you guys I should really, have seen Fleabag, okay? We're also, like, I really want to talk about this. We're talking about it, We're talking about it. It ended, so like, years ago. This is, I'm sorry. Yes, I want to hear. Yeah, my my best friend, Rasika, told me this. Okay, so she was, like, I was looking through Reddit after I watched it, <clears> and you know that scene where she's, like, confessing her feelings to him, and then and then he's, like, get on your knees, and then yeah, make out, Neil. it's hot. Yeah, he says, uh, Neil, Neil sorry, which is the hottest. Yeah, no, I remember that scene. Yes. It's hot, and I, when I watched it, I was, like, Hot. And then later, okay, mm-hmm. she's telling about that, and she's like, "Don't you think that's like kind of screwed up?" That he's like, she vented her heart out to him, and then he just made it like a sexual yep. thing, and she never got closure. She was like vulnerable, and like, and I was like, "Yeah, that's so screwed up." But I didn't even think it was screwed up. I didn't think about that either until she told me that. And like, if you now th- go back and watch that scene with that in mind, it's kind of icky. It's like yeah. because imagine like telling a guy all your like deepest darkest feelings. You're like worst most vulnerable moments you haven't opened up to someone like that in years and it's it's just boiling down to something sexual when all in her entire life that's what men used her for and she finally thought this guy was different and he's not you're gonna break me on this podcast you're gonna truly break me on this podcast and that is wait, literally like, that doesn't that ruin with you? my yeah. hot priest so yeah. it's not <laughs> <laughs> no it's so sad and that's so true it's so true and it's it's also the saddest part is you and me as viewers don't think that right away no because we have been burned by like actual this actually happening to us and we think yeah. it's normal but it's not normal for you to get your heart out to someone and then and then just be like you know how i'm gonna fix this i'm gonna fix this by kissing you because guess what that doesn't work <laughs> no i'm gonna fix this by kissing you and let's be honest from that scene ah uh... Sorry, I just, I, I tried to get you bigger on my screen and then I, for a second, didn't see you. And I was like, ah, but like, no, no, I'm uh, like, no, but that's the thing. Like, I, I'm going to, this is, uh, we've sworn enough. I'm swearing on this podcast. And I also think that, I think that we don't talk about sex enough in manners that aren't like taking advantage of women. And so I think that's bad. So I'm just going to say this in the way that the sex that she gave to someone also, like all you show in that show is that she, like she kneels. I'm like, she then after giving her heart out does something to someone else. And I'm not saying that she didn't get fulfillment from that, but it's so interesting how giving that is, you know, like how much that is like her. Uh And it just felt like for her, sex was always like this performative thing and a way to fill a void. And it finally with this person she loved was almost going to become something else. And he boiled her down to just another like sex object. And that's messed up. And ever since my friend told me this, I just have not viewed that entire season the same because in my head used to be like this perfect guy who, you know what, he ended up choosing God and whatever. And now I'm like, he just kind of maybe took advantage of her a little. Because from the very beginning, he knew he couldn't do anything. Wait, yes, that's the, yes, he was a priest. Like, right? Like, he knew it. He was a priest. It's like, it's like if he was a married man. And it's like, you know what? He just shouldn't be doing that. Like, he's a priest. Like, you either choose that or you, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know. It kind of felt like cheating in a weird way. And I'm like, not a deeply religious person. So I don't know how to form the right thoughts on that. 
or I'm like, I don't mean to offend anyone listening. Like, oh no, it's okay. I already I, have offended them all. Like, they, like, I'm like, not super. I, I really, I really don't mean to offend anyone. I just yeah. think that like learning about like just viewing it from a different angle. That entire season now is shifted in my head of him. He was just not perfect, and like now watching that last five minutes of the last episode, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Now watching that, I'm like, you know what? Maybe it does pass for her. May I? I hope that a few years down the road she finds someone who doesn't like I hope you know what I mean like I just I don't think that was right for her you're and, like, not that's... you healing me on this podcast yes because I, I grew up Catholic I got confirmed so that I could get married in a church which is the funniest waspiest thing I've ever said in my life because mm-hmm. also because church weddings look so fucking empty you do not know that many people they do. I'm also not in a relationship but hot take might not even do that because it, it looks empty it never looks like it looks like in a movie but can and I say something I, I went to yes. Catholic high school and I love mass I'm not yeah. Catholic I but like there's something like deeply beautiful to me about a yeah. bunch of people sitting together yeah and I think that's most religions and I think that's so beautiful yeah it is it's cool and I think but all I know is my church is that you can't if you're a priest you cannot be married like yeah. a catholic priest cannot and other religions literally other religions of Christianity like they can I guess I think it's also interesting like my relationship with spirituality is a lot stronger than it ever been that's something I re- resonate with a lot more honestly I'm like I'm pretty much like I realized the other day, I'm like, I think I'm Buddhist, whatever it does. I don't need to claim it, but I feel a lot more healing in that area of my life. But he was always a Catholic priest. He was always a young Catholic priest. And what I found interesting, can we talk about his decline? So this reminded me of my red. He wanted Fleabag. He wanted her. And in the first time you see him, he's overindulging. Like the first time you see him, he's drunk. Every time you see him, he's drinking. Every single time, he always has like those little booze, booze, whatever they are, like um, Boone Farm or something. Mm -hmm. He's struggling with all of the sins, right? And it's like, you're taking this position of a priest. And also, how dare you hit on her? How dare you win her heart emotionally? How dare you grasp her shoulder when he like holds her hand? Like he, know, he knew what he was doing. He did. Or also like, even if he didn't, like he picked being a priest. She yeah. was like, the priest is hot. And it's sad because yeah. it's like, sometimes you can't change love, but yeah. And even that scene when she goes to his house and he's like, I can't sleep with you, but <laughs> you, but you can ask it's, the last scene does, you know, it does break me. And honestly, I sent it to you because I saw it on TikTok because I watched it after my thing, which by the way, bad call, Kathy, bad call. And I never saw the last scene because she says, I love you. And it's God, isn't it? Right. And he's like, yeah, but I didn't see the last scene because I was like emotionally, mentally boundary. I just know I can't cross. Like I just yeah. can't cross that. Yeah. And I saw yeah. it the other day and he says, I love you too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, which I'm sorry. I don't know if that was a good or bad thing for him to say. Yeah. Because I don't know if it would have screwed me up more or less if someone said that to me. Because a part of right. me was like, I want to know if someone else also felt the same way I did and it wasn't just all in my head. And in, in the flip, maybe she carries that for the rest of her life and she's like, but he did love me. Like, he did. Like, I just, I can't make up, a, my, make up my mind on what is better. And I know they were both in a hard position. Oh my God, I take this show so <laughs> Me too. No, because it's like, I think it, it resonated so well and art like that resonates so well because we've all done it. And it's things like, Taylor Swift was the first person to make me feel, and I always, I wanted to talk about this because I became more aware of my like white privilege later in life, frankly too late in my opinion. And I think, which I often say, and I this it could be offensive and I'm sorry, I think I've said this on a podcast before, if I have, I'm sorry. I often 
wouldn't say that I'm ignorant passing, which is like, I look as though you could say ignorant things to me and I wouldn't say anything about it. And I'm like, Haha, a little bit of a spy. Now saying that phrase is probably offensive and I'm very sorry if it is offensive. I just don't know how to put it other than the fact that I'm going to continuously bring up race all the time because as a white person, I don't need to. And so I think that that's like the least I can goddamn do. Taylor Swift was the first person I resonated with, but she's also white and blonde. Um, but I remember her talking about emotions that made me really feel insecure. And then you see stuff like this and it makes you feel more comfortable because you're like, oh, we've all been in that. Like when people talk about emotions that aren't cool, like talking about loving a priest, you know, like yeah, it feels I, like all too well. Fleabag and Taylor Swift are in the same bucket for me. Yes. Of just, they make women, like there really wasn't for us growing up a lot of media that made women real. Yes. Because yes. all the women in my life are real and multifaceted and yes. layered and emotional and smart and sexy. And growing up, I watched like things like Big Bang Theory and things that were just so male gazy. Yeah. And then to finally find like <clears throat> really an oasis, an oasis yeah. of media that makes you feel seen and heard. That's magical. And that's yeah. powerful. And it's a spiritual thing. And people joke like Taylor Swift is my religion. And I think what they're she saying- is mine. It, no, and I think yeah. what that is, like, same, same, same. I think what that is, is it's a space where you feel comforted and seen. And I've made friends because they're Swifties. Yeah. Because I know that they also have this emotional depth yeah. and kindness and warmth to them. And that's special. And, like, yeah. guys will take that away from you and be like, ah, Taylor is basic and whatever. Like, you like pop music and it's because girls have no cultural capital and people don't think we're capable of critical thought. Literally. But the, some of those songs she writes are the most layered pieces of ever. art ever. Ever. Like, She's so beautiful. Like her, her mind is, it's just like the way she speaks about experience and emotional depth. And I often say, and it's probably toxic and rude that when you talk to someone and you're like a guy and you'll say, do you like Taylor Swift? And they're like, I like her older stuff. Makes me sad because I don't even think, I don't even bring in the Scooter Braun of it all but I'm like the layer of love she experiences older in life. Like to me, I know this is untrue. I'm like, you just haven't experienced it yet. When Lover daylight. came out. Yeah. Daylight. I manifested no. that. No, daylight will wreck me. When Lover came out, I was in my three-year Calvin Harris relationship, hypothetically, mm. allegedly. Again, my also biggest fear, again, is her seeing my stuff and being like, <laughs> I can't be friends with her or say anything because Catherine said who these are about. I'm like, I would take everything down for you. Like, I would, take <laughs> I would cancel my entire social media presence. No, your friend. Yeah. What do you need? Like, and not even <laughs> in a stalker way. Like, what do you need? Anything yeah. you want, I would do. Yeah. But um, I was in my Calvin relationship and Lover came out and I was like, album doesn't really hit. And then I met the hot priest and I was like, okay, okay. I think. And then it ended and I was like, yeah, no, I'm yeah, looking the second for my I relate love. to day, The second I relate to daylight, Bam. I'm sending out wedding invitations. You better, you better tell it's, me. It's like, done yes. and it's going to be daylight themed. Like, I'm no. sorry, it's going to be golden. And not and her, <laughs> not her saying she's into, I like, I, he got that boyish look that I like in a man. Thank you, Taylor, for owning up to it. Like, thank you for owning up to the fact that you and Joe Allen look like siblings. Like, we love you, but you literally look like you are okay, blood yeah. related. We have to. Okay, I love Taylor. There are some faults I find with her. Like, everyone she's into looks like they could be twins, fraternal twins. Literally. Also, oh my God, I don't even know. I love her so much. I'm like, this is the most successful woman in the music industry and whatever. It's just so funny that I'm like, you are our millennial queen. Like you are using filters like Valencia oh, she's so on TikToks. It. She's so we love her so much. She's like, I'm like, you're holding your camera weird. Or like she wins an award. Like I hate, I was like, Ugh! she was like winning an award or something. And she was like, hey guys, it's Taylor. And she filmed something in selfie mode. And I'm like, can someone film her? Like she's yeah, just like she 
whole team. Why aren't they like media training her? Why is it not outside? I'm like, why are you filming against a wall? Like, can you just film with them? Like daylight zooming and like, imagine her being like, oh, okay, crap, crap. Like it just <laughs> breaks my heart. And I'm like, who's going to help her? Anyway, I, I love her so much. So I much. will say, I wish she had more women um, who had more like roles in her music. Like, cause I feel like a lot of times there's very much in the background, like lightly singing. And I wish yeah. they had a bigger Marjorie is such a good song. Sorry. Good I was just kidding. talking about Marjorie that it made me sob when I first heard it on the highway and I consider it, um, a crime against me. I cannot, yeah, I actually to- can't listen to it because it's Marjorie's so really close to my mom's name. And I like, how I can't you, listen to it. How did I, you exist after yeah, I, like that? I can't listen to it. If I listen to it while I'm driving, I will crash my car. I cannot yes. And I just recently learned, sorry for people who already know this, but I recently learned she got her grandma's actual opera recordings and it plays in the background of the song. And so now you have to go back and listen to it and you can hear her when she's like, I can still hear you saying or whatever that part is. She actually plays that part in the background and it's magical. And so for anyone who ever tells me that Taylor Swift only writes about boys, which honestly, if she did, fine. Okay, but she doesn't. And I need people to recognize that. And she also knows what sells. Like she's a businesswoman. She knows how to make a good catchy pop radio song. And good for her. And, and she good also, for her. She, she can also write things like nothing new. Yeah. She wrote nothing new. Okay, can I tell you something? She talks about like 18 and 22. I was class of 2018 in high school and class of 22 in college. That's so So I cool. might put that line on my graduation. You path. should. Like, no, you how should. Does one know and like nothing? tag her and then put it yeah. on TikTok because I swear to God, she like sometimes goes on there. And I, she's, she ever... she's liked one of my videos. What? First of all, what the fuck? I'm... I would do literally anything for her to see me. Like I just genuinely, the fact of the matter that she perceived you, how did you deal with that? I, I went into a fit. I ran around my suite, like hot, hooting and hollering. Of course you should have. And I don't live with any Swifties. So they were like, oh, like that's, that's cool. enough. <laughs> I also <laughs> hate when people pretend to not know how big of a deal she is. Shut up. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, I, I, yeah, I love my friends. I don't have enough Swifty friends off the internet and I need to. Change. Oh, that's what you, but at least they like respect it. Cause one time I was yeah. in a class and a guy was like, I'm a Taylor Swift once. And I was like, what? And he's like, I didn't recognize her. I'm like, that's a lie. Stop. You, that's that's lie, just not actually, true. Cause you would that's recognize That's also just not is. true. And no. <laughs> like, even if you're not a fan of her music, like you have to just respect, respect the woman. Yeah. She's great at her job. And I love when people are good at their jobs. She's Me good too. at her job. Wait, that's such a cute thing. Also, okay, I think I hate when people like Taylor Swift talks about it. Taylor Swift was the first artist that I ever saw center her own feelings in a breakup song. Like John Mayer, who is the bane of my existence, my villain origin story, will write songs and be like, I still feel like you, man. And be like, I dated a John Mayer fan for t- a, too long, by the way. And a huge John Mayer fan. And that's not the reason I don't like him, but it just plays into it. And it's all about like a woman did him wrong. Taylor Swift's music centers her own feelings within a relationship. And like, I feel like that's beautiful. And while dating that John Mayer fan, I remember saying, I didn't know John Mayer wrote, uh, John, Taylor Swift has never named her exes in her songs. And so the song, Dear John, is because people used to write Dear John letters yeah. to people in like the war. When John, they were like breaking up with them. Yeah. yeah. And John Mayer claimed it. Like he said on an interview, I hate that she, he's the only one who has claimed a song about him. And he's like, my feelings were hurt. Um, and then okay, screw you, you dated a 19 year old. At and then he wrote, he wrote the song paper doll, which I'd never heard of. And it literally is like, all you're good for is wearing dresses. I should have known it. And I'm like, yeah, like, as you would think about a 19 year old. I I'm bet a, he thinks about her. Yeah, I, I bet. bet he, oh, he does. He does. He tries to ride that train. It's so annoying. But then on top of this, the Marjorie thing made me think this person I dated was like, I- Hey guys. 
it's me again. Uh, and by me, I mean Catherine. I had so much fun talking to my friend Mal, like the most fun. And, you know, I realized that we might need to have her on next week as well. So we talked for like almost two hours. So we're going to stop this week's episode here. Um, I am going to pre-upload next episode, the next, like the continuation of her episode so we can have that up as well. But um, I just wanted to come on here and say, I love each and every one of you. And until then, I will see you next Tuesday. Thanks.